name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I've never had good line karma. I, when I pick a line in a grocery store and I go, this is a good promising line, I'm gonna get through here super quick. It's always, there's some hold up. It's never good. Somebody's writing a check. That's, that is the thing that just sets me off. Here's the thing about writing check. If you, first of all, if you write a check in a supermarket, you have to remember it's not 1984. That's number one. Two, bef- by the time you are prepared to pay, there are three things you know already. Where you are, who you are, and when you are. That means you can get all of those things filled out on the check before you just write that little total in and then just transcribe it into English language, 1,000, if you're buying lots of expensive whiskey, for instance. That can that process can be sped up great, but when you get your the checkbook out when you've heard the total, man, you're going to hear a little <clears throat> from me behind you tell you what anyway this day i was sitting i was in a supermarket and i and i felt like i had a really good line i was really good i was i was just me and a woman in front of me no check she had her little card out she was right this is going to happen this is good this is going to happen she pays for it great card goes through no decline no pricing issues and then in covid the checker checker comes out from behind the plastic you know plexiglass wall that we've all be, you know, normalized to and gives her a hug because they knew each other. And it wasn't a, Hey, good to see you. Boom, boom out. It was one of those hippie hugs. Have you guys seen these before? It's I'll tell you, if you haven't seen it, it's very slow and it usually comes with a sigh. So you'll see them hug and they'll go like this. That's how, you know, it's a hippie hug and it lasts a good 10 seconds longer than it, a hug should take period, which is a, maybe at most three seconds tops for any one 1,000. You're like, we're good. You know what I mean? 10-second hippie hug. And I'm like, there are people in line and it's a pandemic and you're going to close quarters hug and it's a hippie hug no less. Man, I did a new YouTube video. I have not been posting videos um, very much these days because I'm working on a book and frankly, it's just, it's it's just, uh, I got to use whatever time I have for that. Okay. I almost did a podcast episode on the subject that I did the video on and the podcast episode title was going to be a doozy. It was excellent, exciting, scary, suspenseful, joyful. It was going to be called Straight for the Juggler, not jugular, juggler about how to juggle multiple things. It was a productivity episode. Is that cool? Didn't do it. I didn't do it. I just did a po- I just did a YouTube video that says how to get a lot of stuff done or something boring like that. But uh, straight for the juggler. Man, I mean, so I'm saying it here. Anyway, pro- it's productivity video. Go check it on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, you might want to do that. It's because I'll still put them out, just not as often because of the book. Once the book's out, boy, every day. I mean, every day. I'll just tell you what I do. I'll I'll I'll, po- I'll, I'll shoot myself when I'm in the in the line at the market, and then I don't have to talk about it. You can see the hippie hug. It's all going to be fun. Uh, the but on the productivity side of things is. Again, I think I talked about this recently, but people are, it's its kind of a field I'm looking into as, a, as directly applying my small steps approach. So the small step intensive is sort of the all in, you know, private coaching thing in all areas. But I was kind of thinking about toying with a productivity training 
package for people let's say if you're you know you've always wanted to write that novel or you've always wanted to write that screenplay or you wanted to uh, you know do an album or you want whatever and and it's and it's like how to get you going on that it's a it would be a coaching thing the working title was was it get you off your ass package uh you know the get you off your ass package but then as i started to kind of put it on the site and i was like you know what ass package may cause some confusion that may be not the message that people really understand what this program is all about so i'm back to the drawing board on that once i get a working title boy you're gonna i'm gonna get going on that hey thanks to everybody and check the show notes uh here we go again with food talk you guys know how much i hate talking about food if you have followed me, by the way, this this show, what's it thinks, but also approaching the natural part. I, have, I had already just gotten to the point where like, we know enough. Can we all shut up about it? But we can't because it's just what it is. And marketing comes in and goes, yeah, but the things we can sell the best are the stuff that, that gets people high. And so we have to convince people those are healthy things. That's my problem. That's it. That's it. Anyway, so I'm going to talk about it again today. Mm. Now, they just, everybody, I know who you are. There's only four people who listen to this podcast. My mom, and then my mom's best friend, and then two other people. Uh, you're going, what's he drinking then? If he's talking, I'm in a whiskey. That's what I'm having. And because I don't think it's healthy. Okay. That, I've never taken food away from somebody. I've never said stop eating it. I've said this is healthy and that's not. If you want to do the non-healthy stuff, monitor it, moderate it because it's not healthy because you know that now. My beef, no pun intended, is when people are eating things because they've been told they're healthy things to eat and they're not. Then I want to clear the air and go, keep eating. I don't give a shit. Just know that it's not healthy for you. Okay? Milk is not making your child have healthy bones. It's not happening. If you want to drink milk, drink milk. It's a little weird. Having been separated from it, having a glass of milk looks weird to me now. But for many people, it didn't. It certainly didn't for me for years. But now it's a little bit odd. Chocolate milk, totally fine, by the way. I'm going to simplify it for everybody. Okay. Fiber. 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 What about pro? No, no. Fiber. If your food has fiber in it, it's healthy. It's healthier than if your food doesn't have fiber in it. You can get into the minutia and people do. They love doing that. But you can get a pretty good gauge of your current diet based on where your calories are coming from. And don't count calories per se, but get a general idea. If way more of your calories are coming from fiber, you have a healthy diet. If zero of them or almost none of them is coming from fiber, not a healthy diet. If there's a 50-50, better but not great, and you know what I mean. Okay, so if most of your calories, but you go out for fun, you have a whiskey on occasion, which you totally should, not because it's healthy, you have a healthy diet. If you don't eat food day-to-day that has fiber in it or much of it, and your little fiber is a cute little teeny little bit of green beans on the side of that plate, that's cute, but that's not healthy at all. That's not enough fiber. That's nowhere near enough fiber. That's like not even enough fiber. How many times do I have to say this? It's not enough fiber. Animal foods, refined plants. Animal foods, refined plants. But Sid the animal foods and refined plants. One of them's vegan, one of them's not. I don't care. I don't care. Those two things do not have uh, fiber in them. So don't we don't need them. We don't need animal foods. And we don't need refined plants. They are fun for some people and whatever that whatever floats your boat in that regard. But there's no fiber in either. So we don't need them. Fine. Treats, sparse, sparseness. Got it? But what Sid, but, the, but olive oil, that's a good Mediterranean. Got the good. Here's my advice. Don't listen to Aunt Stephanie. 
or the guy in the next cubicle who tells you that olive oil is a good fat. Okay, because I'll tell you what, the extent of the cubicle guy's nutritional cred is that he works in the next cubicle. That's the extent of his nutritional cred. And Stephanie is an asshole. And I've, because I've met her, by the way, your aunt by marriage. I mean, there's no blood there. So really, there's no reason to listen to her about oils. Okay, it's junk food. It's a good fat. No, it's not. It's not a good fat. It doesn't have fiber with it. Because it doesn't have fiber with it, it's been messed with. Okay. Uh, And I'd be remiss. If I didn't mention protein, but I need protein powders. I need them for my weightlifting junk food. Protein powders are junk food. I don't care where you get them. Some are better than others, but not because any of them are healthy. It's because the processing of some of them may be cleaner. Great. Okay, fine. Okay. Good, good. But you don't need it. It's like saying the Snickers bar is, you know, the, the lab is cleaner. The factory is cleaner that makes the Snicker bar than makes a Mars bar. Okay, well, then get the Snicker bar, but that doesn't make either of those candy bars healthy. Protein powders and high protein in general, very hard on the kidneys, very hard on the kidneys. It's really rough. It's really stressful. If you look at any any of the aging kind of things that are happening now, uh, David Sinclair and all these kinds of Victor Longo, they have low protein, low protein. I talked about this already. Low protein. They can't help themselves. It pisses them off. But they have to say they're low protein. What was interesting is I was uh, reading up on this uh, more further, and there was a study where they wired up a kidney with electrodes. And as people were fed protein powders, they measured the vibrational output of the kidney. And then they had a conversion uh, machine that would convert that into sound. So they, as, the, as the protein powders were ingested, then they were uh, filtered out. The kidney kind of did the, the, the dealing of, of dealing with that, out, cleaning the blood, all that kind of shit. And it would have a vibrational output. And then they would convert that vibration into sound. And I'm not kidding here. The sound the kidney made every single time was son of a bitch. Every time. Sugar, I could mention it, but nobody, I don't need to. You know why? Because everyone knows sugar is bad for you. Everybody knows. Somehow, they're eating the oil, eating this, the protein powder, but sugar, uh, that's bad for you. What's interesting is that all the all the uh, chicken and turkey and fish and, 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 and beef, the one thing not present in those things is, is carbohydrates. And so I wonder why carbohydrates have been vilified. Huh. If the thing I'm trying to hawk doesn't have something, the best marketing is to make that thing actually bad for you because then it makes by de facto what you have good. Even though nothing in your thing is good for you, at least it doesn't have that thing. But no, duh. Sugar's bad. Okay. Controversial. Okay. This is going to be a quick episode because I just whip right through there. I mean, I just, I've got a lot of anger and I'm, I'm processing, no pun intended. Life through orange colored lenses. Now, here's the, the topic of this. You'd think that the food thing was the test. not. There's just like, okay, here we go again because it just keeps coming up. It just keeps coming. I teach nutrition classes. I keep cooking class. I have clients. It's this, it's this constant. I don't, it's fine. I'll talk. I just want to simplify and let people have a freedom of knowledge. Okay, a freedom of no actually knowing about nutrition is very liberating. Being told about nutrition by your doctor is not liberating. Uh, it's uh, the opposite of it's imprisoning. It's you are impri- you're imprisoned by uh, by that. I'm gonna that's a whole another episode. I have been doing for years now. I'm fascinated with sleep. It's one of the uh, pillars of health. You got your exercise, you got your fitness. You know, for me, it's all under the umbrella of stress, but obviously under a managed stress state, people tend to sleep better. But here, 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 you want to know something about fiber? This is true. Fiber, increased fiber, in, improves sleep. That's not a joke. That is not a joke. Increased fiber, 
improve sleep. Well, I got to have some, I'm not sleeping well. Well, one thing factor is to look at your diet. How much fiber are you eating? As you increase your fiber, it feeds, by the way, fiber, most overlooked. Everyone who goes out keeps me regular. Okay, fine. Yeah, I agree. But it nourishes the gut bacteria. Fiber is what feeds the gut bacteria. So we know we've slammed the probiotics. And look, I'm not against probiotics. I take them myself. But that's not all I do because that's not enough. That's nothing. That's like a drop in the... There's thousands strain and just trillions of, of bacteria. Probiotics can be a helpful support, but you've got to feed this. You've got to feed them. you got to feed... That's fiber. Okay? So we can, we, can, we can get all nutty nut nut. But if you just go, how much fiber am I eating? When I eat a meal, how much in that meal is has fiber in it? If it's one little bit on the side, hmm... That's kind of a bummer. If it's a whole grain bread, that's great. But if it's cheese and turkey on that whole grain bed and mayonnaise, uh, and then potato chips, which fiber technically, but boy, very minimal, and then that's it, and that's your sort of lunch, That's and a Coca-Cola, well, the Cokes, it's the carbs. That's what's doing it for me. It's the carbs. That's they're making me unhealthy. It's the Coca-Cola. Back to sleep. So, so increase your fiber. Sleep is improved. Yes, it's true. How cool. However... Part of the thing is that we are artificially tricking our bodies into being awake longer. We, as soon as the natural darkness uh, hits, we flip on artificial light and we go, it's not dark yet. It's not dark. We get like little, we're like a four-year-old kid. It's not dark yet. We're like, we have a look outside. It's not because look, it's, I can see you. And so it's not dark anymore. But our body kind of acts like that because our body is so attuned to light and dark we try to not be animals but we are we're on a circadian rhythm which is the natural depending on where you are on the earth by the way nighttime daytime it's the whole reason why intermittent fasting works so phenomenally is when you eat during daylight hours you can't just you know i have my eight hour window it's from 1 a.m to 9 a.m no that doesn't work because you are tuned to be eating at certain times and not and that by the way also very related to gut bacteria however when it comes to sleep uh shutting shutting down getting to the point where when it is actually outside dusk and into darkness you follow that lead you go oh the earth is telling me a message and i'm a human and so i know for years we've thought we were smarter than the earth and that the earth is our little bitch but we're not doing very well thinking that it's not really serving us that well so if it's getting dark i'm like maybe i should go like yes okay dark so here is the deal so there's this company and, and this is not a sponsorship i swear okay interest of transparency this company is sponsoring my ultra marathon it does not sponsor this podcast i'm not getting paid for this nothing and you don't have to go here because i bought another pair of what i'm going to talk about on amazon but the company is called somni and this i'm going to give him props because first of all he's a really nice guy and he's running my race super nice guy but he is the reason why i started going all crap so he goes let me send you this little packet that we have of like our basics and it's got like a sleep mask in it it's got a, a thing that opens your nose like one of those breath things that opens your nostrils whatever and orange sunglasses right orange glasses orange lensed glasses so i go what the f i started wearing them so at about six o'clock p.m you would see me if you looked in my window and there's definitely people who look in my window i i know that there is you will see me walking around with um, with orange colored glasses on. And here's what's weird. So the pair he sent me kind of, they're, okay. they're not cool looking, but they're cooler. I mean, look, they're cooler. But then they didn't fit over my regular reading glasses. So I bought a bigger pair on Amazon and I put those over. It's nerdy. Look, it's nerdy, but I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have this aura ring thing that tracks my you know heart rate variability and sleep and everything. My numbers, I could show you, 
not gonna, but I could overnight. No pun intended. I have tracked over the last three weeks. I have never had better scores, heart rate, resting heart rate, deep number of deeps. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, amount of minutes of deep sleep. Everything rose. I'm not joking you. Everything over the last three weeks, all I have done is at six o'clock, I set an alarm on my phone and it goes beep, beep. And I go, what? Oh yeah, glasses, boom. Orange colored glasses go on and I just continue the business. Now there's some people who have money. I'm not one of them who have light bulbs that transfer over to Amber. You know, they, they, they transition over to Amber when it becomes automatically. That'd be great. I'm not, who am I? Bill Gates? I don't have that. I don't have that cup, but I do have a pair of orange glasses. So as I'm working on my computer or I'm looking at my phone or whatever, or just walking around the house, because it's not just screen, everyone goes screens. Well, yeah, but the light in your house too, when you flip on your light is not orange usually. And so it is tricking your body to say, oh, it's not nighttime yet. That means melatonin production is not occurring at the rate that it should. If at all, we are tricking our bodies to say it is still daylight and our bodies are doing what we ask them to do, which they always do. And they do it well. It's not your body's fault that you don't sleep well. It's the fact that you're not being nice to your body. Okay. It's now you have to be nice a little bit. Okay. Anyway, the company's called Somni. I dig it. I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a link in the show notes. Don't I have no, you can tell them I sent them, but I, there's no, there's no pay here. I want to be very clear about that. I'm not promoting them at all. They sponsored the race. They're running the race. That has, that's it. It's completely separate for what I do. I'm very sensitive about that because I don't like that kind of like, well, he's just hawking. I'm not hawking anything. Nothing. I get no cut, no commission, nothing. They're already sponsoring nothing. The race. Um, so life through orange colored lenses, I thought I would talk about it because, um, obviously it's a daily thing for me now. And why did I set an alarm? Because I forget. And that's a part of a small steppers, uh, toolbox is that we use technology since we're surrounded at any way, we can get pissed about it or we can say, well, let me use it to my benefit. So I set an alarm and most days I forget. And luckily the alarm goes off and I go, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. And I put that thing on and I'm telling you, I fall right to sleep. I was waking up in the middle of the night. I did a whole episode, the inexplicable 3 a.m. That is all but gone away. I sometimes will wake up, I'll go to the bathroom, and I am back to sleep. That is a huge difference. Could it be placebo? I guess. I don't know how sleep would be placebo. Like maybe I'm just confident when I go to sleep. Like this, I'm really going to be successful tonight. And maybe that's enough to trick my body into sleeping well. I don't know. doesn't seem that way. What is true is that I am waking up and it's not just one day. It's been almost a month now. I'm waking up more refreshed. I wake up and before I even look at my ring stats, I go, I think I killed it last night. That was a good sleep. I woke up and I went, holy crap, I went right back to sleep. And then I turn on my ring and, and my ring is essentially like, you're right, Sid. And it just feels great to be validated day to day. You know, we're looking for validation. Well, these uh, these kinds of rings and things, boy, they're very validating, aren't they? And you're right, Sid, and you you walked enough random, uh, randomly numbered steps to at 10,000 for no real reason. Fitness wise. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Who's a good little boy. Who's a good little when you sleep. Sleep on broken sleep. Fall to a place where all is sweet. Slowly drifting there And when you dream Dream of simple things
dream of the dream of kings and queens dream of found things and your sweet way so silent and say Hope I will always be what you want me to be And when you wake Wake to a sky that is almost blue Two wishes that always come true So sadness will not look on you And your sweet way So silent and safe Hope I will always be what you want me to be And your sweet way So silent and safe Hope I will always be what you want me to be.